Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. With me today is Matt Johnson from PursuingResults.com and the Pursuing Results uh, brand. He is the best-selling author of Microfamous with Matt Johnson, which you can see behind him. He, he's written a best-selling book. He's got a top-rated podcast. He's helping others do the same thing to attract audiences, build influence, and become micro-famous. Matt, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Seth. I appreciate you having me here. Our pleasure. So let's go back in time a little bit. How did you get started? Okay. So I come out of the real estate space and uh, I ran a team kind of before the crash, ended up shutting that down for various reasons. There were parts that I liked about the business a lot and there were other parts that uh, I did not enjoy so much. And uh, flash forward to 2015, I was working for an agency doing video and email marketing for some of the top agents across the country. And we started to run webinars with them. So I got a chance to host webinars with guys like Matthew Ferry and you know Lars Hedenberg and Michael Mayer who wrote the seven levels of communication and just a bunch of heavy hitters That's in that so space. so funny, Matthew Ferry and Lars had both been on our show. Yeah, it's, they're, they're, they're awesome guys. Yeah. Um, so I was getting to do webinars with them. And because I knew enough about the industry, I wasn't just a marketing guy. I knew, I knew the business. I'd read all the books. I knew who the coaches were. And so I was just able to ask good questions and have really good, deep, interesting conversations with these people. And so finally, one of those guys that I was doing webinars with called me up and he said, dude, we should start a podcast together. What do you say? I'm like, well, I was thinking about calling you next week and pitching you the same idea. So it was like, it was, yeah, it was perfect. Serendipity. Exactly. So that's my co-host, Greg McDaniel. That was Real Estate Uncensored. Uh, As of now, so five years later, we're at a million and a half downloads, um, you know, 200 plus five-star reviews. And uh, it kind of, like it built a nice mainstream audience in the real estate space. The average agent loves that show. But what's interesting is I also helped launch uh, another show in that space called the Team Building Podcast. Now, that one was super niche. It's only for team leaders and indie brokers, which if you know anything about real estate, it's a very tiny slice of of that market, right? However, that show, it dominates that market. It gets 10,000 downloads a month, which is not huge, but it dominates that market. And as a result, that built a multi-six-figure coaching, consulting, and live events business in a couple of years with tiny, tiny email list and virtually no social media presence. So I looked at that and went, okay, well, that's, that's an unusual spike in results. Like, so you gotta, you gotta chase that down and see what happened. And that's what kind of sent me down the road and, and resulted in a lot of the key concepts that ended up in the micro famous book was the lessons I learned from that, what I would call an accidental split test basically in podcasting. 
That is awesome. Uh, obviously, we're big believers in multivariate split testing. I had never heard of anyone accidentally doing it in a podcast <laughs> industry format. Yeah. So that is awesome. That's an incredible backstory. And obviously, everybody should go get the book, Microfamous. Let's go forward in time. How did you decide to launch Pursuing results.com and get into the podcasting space, not as just a show producer, host, content, but doing it for others. Well, so I, I one point I was in four different businesses and they were all in real estate. So that was my idea of focusing, which in retrospect sounds insane, right? I was showing, I was a partner in two different coaching consulting businesses, a Netflix for real estate kind of thing. And then I was helping uh, a couple of friends bring podcasting into the financial advisor space. So I was insanely busy. I was walking away from every meeting with a laundry list of stuff to do. And I felt like I was pushing four rocks up four different hills, which I was. And so I said, okay, well, I'm going to focus on the one thing where I have 100% ownership, 100% control. And if I'm going to put my heart and soul in something, I want the 100% of the rewards. And so that was why I decided to get out of all that stuff. So I gave up my equity stakes in pretty much everything said, look, I'm going to focus on the agency because that's where I was getting pulled into. Like all my friends who were coaches, consultants, thought leaders, authors, speaker, trainer types, all of them wanted me to launch a podcast for them. That was the thing that they felt like I could do that would be, that would be the most impactful. And so that's where I went. I just, I did what Seth Godin did. You start the business that people are asking you to. That is awesome. So talk a little bit about how you've grown along the way and the services mm -hmm. that you're offering now. Yeah, so we're fully done for you and we've uh we're kind of shifting and expanding to where we're not just launching and producing podcasts, which we do obviously, but the, just the lessons come uh, out of writing the micro famous book just reveal that there's other things kind of in the marketing ecosystem that need to be done in order to get a podcast to be as effective as it should, right? The things that we did for uh, for that team building podcast I mentioned, like getting him featured as a guest uh, on all the other podcasts in our space, for example, uh, making sure that you're actually nurturing your email list in a way that cultivates ideal clients over time. Like that stuff just doesn't happen by magic just by having a podcast. And so, uh, so our services are going to be expanding to where it's not just about podcast production, but it's actually about helping them install the entire micro famous system in their business and then getting them to a point where we can actually turn it over to their person in house so that yes, we'll work with them for the first, let's say 18 to 24 months, but then we get it to the point where they can take it and bring it in house and we can go help somebody else. So that's kind of the, where we're evolving. Um, and it just comes from working with those types of folks. They're super busy that we have all the same types of clients. Like we have mutual friends. Um, so we, we know how they are. And the bottom line is if, if they have to do anything other than show up and talk, it's just not going to get done. And so that's our goal is to just do all that other stuff so that they can just show up and talk and do what they're best at. Yes. We ran into the same issue. We had a course on how to do our process that nobody would complete because it was too many steps and it was too much work. And people said, can't you just do it for me? And that was the writing on the wall of us saying, geez, we should offer this as a done for you service. So all they have to do is show up and talk. Mm -hmm. So it's one thing to do it for yourself. It's another to do it for other people. Um, yeah. Can you give us an example or two of clients not in the real estate space that your yeah. process worked for and kind of like the magical transformation that happens? Yes. So we serve people in, I would say, real estate investing, mortgage, financial services, and some other uh, niche experts. Probably the best example is Boss Mom. Uh, 
So that podcast is over a million downloads now. It's been running since I think 2016. And that is in the mompreneur market, which is massive. But she's built uh, partially because of that podcast. And, and she kind of ran the microfamous system herself too. Her first hire uh, was a virtual assistant to pitch her as a guest on other podcasts. And that's what got her all the initial growth. And um, now she runs the number one online community in that space. So it's it's the Boss Mom Facebook group, which is 50,000 members strong. And so, yeah, that, that same system of getting interviewed on other podcasts, hosting your own podcast, and then using chunks of that to drive a lot of your social media content just works really well no matter what space you're in. The only question is just if you need like a done for you service, we have a couple of industries where we know really well and we can help spot, you know, that kind of concept, that idea that will go really far in that space. So we're, so we're good in a few different industries because it all comes back to, um, one of the, one of the key concepts in the book is the clear and compelling idea, which is when it's uh, in podcast terms, if you can't tell somebody what the purpose of your podcast is in one to two sentences and your ideal client goes, holy cow, I didn't know that existed. I need to go listen to that right now. Like if you don't get that response, like your podcast just isn't going to grow that well. And so part of the value that we bring, or at least try to, uh, when working with a client is to help them identify what is that? What is their clear and compelling idea for their show? Because as you know, what is it? 60 plus percent of podcast growth comes from word of mouth. If you can't get people talking about the show, it's just not going to grow. Absolutely. I agree. A hundred percent. Your passion's obvious. What do you like best about what you do? Dude, I love, huh, I love the battleground of ideas. Um, I grew up reading theology books when I was starting at like eight years old. My dad was a pastor. And I remember like having discussions in my teens where we would just bounce ideas back and forth. And you had to be prepared to defend your ideas and things had to fit. Everything had to fit together. So I grew up around that mentality. Um, so even though I'm the least likely person to ever become an entrepreneur ever in the history of, of mankind, um, it works out really well because what I love about marketing and what I love about podcasting is that it's all about ideas. I get to have conversations like this with really smart people where we get to delve into concepts and ideas that, that are exciting to me. What do you think of... What do you think is coming next in the world of podcasting? Because obviously the proliferating like crazy, uh, it's going to get it's going to get an even bigger marketplace now with the Spotify deal and Joe Rogan and everything else and all the acquisitions that are going on. What do you see coming down the pike? What's got you excited? Yeah, so I think it's going to be, you know, like you mentioned, the podcast market is exploding. So, yeah, there's there's all kinds of new shows launching, but, but the listenership is growing too. So to me, that's a wash. It's like, okay, great. More, bigger audience, more shows. Great. Uh, I think what's interesting most to me right now is how much the social media landscape has changed and that's driving some frustration with podcast hosts, right? Which is, so the, the, essentially a lot of the content, if it's not super engaging on social media in the sense that it gets people commenting and gets them sharing, Social media companies have decided to mostly squash anything that doesn't get massive engagement. So social media is no longer doing any of us podcast hosts a favor and putting our quote graphics and our audiograms and you know all, all that stuff that clients think make a difference. I don't think it makes much of a difference. We do it. You do it. Everybody, every podcast production company does it because that's what clients expect. But unfortunately, social media is not putting a lot of that stuff in front of new people for free anymore. So the next frontier for podcasting is you've got to have a way to grow your email list consistently and bring new people into your audience without, without spending a ton of money, obviously, which is why I tell people to go out and get interviewed on other podcasts as the foundation of everything. 
And then I think the next two frontiers for podcast hosts is you actually have to have a legitimate business behind the podcast so that you can afford to run paid traffic and then nurture people with your podcast, right? So you're getting more bang for your buck on paid traffic. And then um, if you're good on video, I think you should look at YouTube and incorporating your uh, your YouTube channel strategy into your podcast and making it a show rather than just a podcast. So you have a quote-unquote show that's all about you, and then it goes on both YouTube and, and podcasting so that you're you're getting the effect of all the tools that you can use on YouTube for competition and keyword research. None of that stuff exists in podcasting, which I, I would imagine for you and me both is extremely frustrating. Very the fact that there's so. no, I mean, think about what you can do with tools like TubeBuddy and vidIQ on YouTube. There's literally yep. nothing like that in the podcasting world. We can't, we can't figure out what episodes are performing best for our competitors. Um, we don't really know, you know, to a, to a certain extent, what's what's the best part of our own show and what's getting yeah. the most word of mouth? It's just Apple and and the podcasting companies have been generally terrible about any of those <laughs> those things. And so I think the next frontier is you've got to be you've got to be out there and visible in your niche. You've got to be running some paid traffic to some extent to keep your email list growing, and then look at YouTube. I would agree with that one hundred percent. Great recommendations, all. With all the success you've achieved, what's your biggest challenge now? What rock are you? Do you feel like you're pushing? Well, so you mentioned pursuing results, right? Like that—that's my—that's been my company name since 2015. Um, that was—that was a product of my old CEO walking into the agency office one day and going, "Johnson, you need to start a blog where you share what you're doing with clients." That was, and he said, "You should become something like." Matt Johnson, relentlessly pursuing results. I'm like, all right, fine, I'll start the blog. And so I bought the domain name pursuing results. Um, so there, there was no, there was not a huge, you know, backstory, you know, significant thing behind that brand. <laughs> yeah, I just need, I just needed a company name. And so uh, when I struck it on my own as a freelancer, that was my, that was my website. And so probably starting next year, we'll start the transition to actually renaming the agency after the book and consolidating everything under the micro famous brand. So if you're listening to this a year or two later and you're like, what the heck is pursuing results? Like that's right. why, um, cause it was just the original name of, the, of my freelance company. And so, yeah, that's probably the biggest challenge for next year is, uh, we've been running paid traffic, uh, since early this year, just to get our feet wet and start experimenting with it. Um, it's, it's an 18 month learning curve. So I assume changes every day, changes every day. Uh, that's why I don't recommend it, uh, to most people that are starting out because you've got to have that foundation of the micro system in place, micro famous system. And then you can start to experiment with paid traffic on top of that because you already have the relationships and influence in your, in your niche to where you've got a foundation that you can, you can use as a launch pad. So for me, that's where I'm at right now. I've got the micro famous system in place. That's what the agency runs on. That's what we do for our clients. And now it's about keeping the emails, uh, keeping the email list growing, uh, making sure that I'm visible on other podcasts and then um, setting myself to, to where maybe 2021, the end of the year or early 22 may be the, uh, the launch of the YouTube channel. Awesome. And uh, talk a little bit about the team now that's helping you look good and get all that work done because there's a lot of steps in the micro famous system. Uh, yeah, there is. Um, there's a great team. So we've got about 12 people all over the world. And then we run an internship program about once every quarter uh, that brings fresh blood into the agency. That's what uncovers the next round of writing talent and account manager talent and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, so we've got freelancers all over, the, all over the place. Everybody specializes. So we don't have people that cross a lot of roles. We don't have anybody that reports to more than one person. You know, chain of command is really clear. Uh, and then we are relentless about weekly meetings with the key people in the agency. Everybody shows up every Tuesday morning at the same time on Zoom. I've been meeting with my head writer, uh, my director of content in South Africa, 
every week, basically for three plus years. Um, we are, we are religious about that. And the reason for that is I think no matter what team you have, whether it's an agency or, or if you're a thought leader, or even if you're an internal practice leader, uh, and you're having like team, you know, team meetings at your office, if you let those go, things are going to slip quality slips, attention to detail slips. Um, but if you have people showing up, knowing that every week they have to show up in front of their peers who know better than the boss, sometimes what's going on. And they've got actual hard numbers that they're responsible for and metrics that tell them whether they're doing a good or a bad job. Uh, to me, that's the key to working remotely. So probably like you, we didn't have, we didn't have a hiccup, uh, this year, like zero. Um, there was a little bit where we thought, you know, some of our clients business might drop, which it didn't end up happening. Um, so we've had one of our best years as well. I know you have too. Um, it is because we're already working virtually. We're already positioned for it and we just kept smoothly rolling right on through the transition. Yes, a large part of our staff is remote. Was remote before. I mean, we were using before Zoom. It was go to webinar, go to meeting. So there was. So we were remote before then. So again, we didn't have too many hiccups either. Um, for folks who are watching or listening and want to learn more about the Microfamous system, the Microfamous book, the Microfamous podcast, and the agency, where is the best place for them to go to learn more? All one place, getmicrofamous.com. And then if you're just if you're a book reader like I am, just go to Amazon, grab Microfamous, and uh, and get started with that there. Awesome. This has been Seth Green for Sharkpreneur with Matt Johnson from GetMicroFamous.com. Matt, thanks so much. Awesome. Thanks, Seth. Thanks to everybody for watching or listening, and we'll see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.